0: All right, just a quick note before we get into the conversation. First, we've reached a thousand total plays, so thank you for listening and If you could, please write a review wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, Coach reads them and thoroughly enjoys everyone's comments. Second, we made some headway on getting a scholarship in honor of Coach and Chris. Uh, we're going through the community Foundation in Tel City where they'll match fifty cents of every dollar that we raise. Um, but to be a part of this, we have to initially raise $12,500. So just stay tuned for the details on that, uh, where you can donate and to whom um, donations are tax deductible. So just stay tuned for that. I'll get the information out there when the details are set in place. Well, that's it for now. Um, the conversation that you're going to listen to is with Dave Goffnett. Dave was my cross-country coach in high school and one of the male role models Excuse me, that I look up to. He's not on here just because of that though he was also a freshman the year coach started at Tel City and was in the pool quite a bit albeit though as a wrestler running the stairs um, Dave also was a co-worker um, a coach and an administrator at Tel City while um, coach was there and eventually became a swim parent his daughter swam for coach and is and is now an assistant swim coach at Tel city so lastly I want to apologize because uh, my device all of a sudden just malfunctioned at the end so it this one ends pretty abruptly at 35 minutes so again uh, apologize for that and unfortunately missed some pretty good stuff but uh stay safe out there and enjoy the conversation
1: all right coach page you there yep all right coach Hoffman, you there i am hey mike how are you hi dave great thank you this gonna be hard for me because uh, both of you guys are my coaches, so I have to. When I call both <laughs> you, coach, when you say coach, you, you're gonna have to specify.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so I hate calling you by your first name; it just feels wrong. So <laughs> it's quite all right. <laughs> yeah,
3: I have no problem with that. <laughs> all right, uh,
1: I just wanted to ask, with all everything that's going on now, um, uh, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great.
1: <laughs> I mean well, I know, but like are you able to go see Chris? Are they and they like
3: quarantined at uh, nursing home? No, they they quarantine her. So I haven't I haven't seen her. So yeah. Let's don't go there.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I,
3: I got to I got to uh bless their hearts. Um they've just got a great staff down there and uh they wanted to um I don't know what you call it, where you uh, can see them uh, yeah. on the phone, on your phone, oh, what do you call that? Yeah, Skype? Skype or one of those. It wasn't Skype, but anyway, um, I couldn't do it on my phone, but my grandson was here with me, and uh, he has an iPhone. <laughs> so we got to do it, and I got to see her. Uh, but she, <laughs> she just walks and, and everything, and yeah, so it was. So it was it was nice to um, at least get to see you.
1: Yeah, no, I just asked because I know know everybody else out there. Has, yeah, I know. Got, I appreciate got, it. Got, situ- got situations they're in, and for me, it just mm-hmm. I was ca- talking to uh, Coach Goffman earlier, and you know he had a father-in-law that they had to. Um, what did you say, Coach? To take to the hospital? They admitted him to the
2: hospital today turns out he's battling colitis, but um, the scary part is, like I was sharing with Lewis is that, that uh, he's a cancer survivor. He is a quadruple bypass uh, survivor for m- multiple heart attacks, and he's a severe diabetic. And, and so, of course, we were worried, you know, after you have the relief of, um, well, it's not bad. Well, then you have the concern. Here he is in the hospital where... Um, yeah conceivably. That's you know, it's an area that someone may end up going and it's just not a it's not a good not a good time right at this point, bottom line for many people.
1: I got a story I I'm gonna tell that my wife and I went to the commissary on Saturday. The commissary is a military grocery store. Um I know Coach Page; you probably know that, but I don't know if Coach Bade yeah. Is.
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just it's a grocery store that military um, people independent can shop at and we went there a Saturday morning because uh I was having some I was having a friend over who's out here um on his own. We call it the uh, Geo batch so his family's somewhere else and he can't go home. He's gotta stay here because of everything. So so anyway we we're having him over and we went to the commissary and I was gonna just pick up some ribeyes and some other stuff and there was at least five hundred people in there. And and mm. there there were multiple people that had two carts full of like eggs and bread. There's another guy who's like had it's like he went to the frozen sofa section and the commissary just like took all the frozen meals out into his cart. I'm like looking at these carts that 'cause we're waiting in line. And uh one of the guys looks at me and I'm looking at his cart and we lock eyes and uh he laughs starts laughing. He's like, I got, you know, ten pounds of whatever in here and I was like I go And that that's the moment is like it like sets me off. You know, and I I go, What do you need so much? And she was like, Louis, stop talking, stop talking. I'm like, I go I go, No, he needs to hear this. <laughs> and, and
2: <I'm> like, <laughs> I, well, moments like this, Liz, you know, it, it doesn't always bring the best out of um everyone. Um and what I try to remind myself is is people really try to be mindful. It's a few that, that spoil things and, and maybe that's universal, that happens. In, in many other yeah,
3: circumstances yeah there's a lot of nice stories that are coming out as well so yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah no you're right uh, <laughs>
3: but
1: i'm all right it now it's, that
3: that <laughs> you, you sound well, like i'm going to the, the, really. i'm going to try to go to the store tomorrow so i i, I might get the same thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> well good luck just stay calm <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but, um, no, I was Coach Page, I was talking to you and Beth last week, and, you know, I I, I told Beth that there's three men in the world that I always reach out to and I'm feeling um, anxiety, like I'm feeling this week, and that's uh, one of my father, um, two of you, Coach Page, and then Coach Kaufman. so I'm really excited to have you guys on um, at the same time that's the first for me, but, <laughs> so, um. <laughs> and the other the, the other side of that is we're you no know, we're not just having Coach you off and on because um because he was one of my coaches you know a uh, cross country coach for me, but because um you know he was a he was a student while you were a, a coach and teacher at Tulsa city
2: yeah. he also yeah.
1: was a teacher there while you were a coach and teacher and he was a um an administrator there as well, so he's got a lot of background with you and also
2: also, yeah, man, had a I was a yeah, parent.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. right. He had, had a daughter that's went for you. So,
2: I want the best part to, of him. <laughs> 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 you, you get, you really got to look hard to find a good in me. Mike, that's for sure. No, <laughs> but, no, not at
3: all. <laughs> not at all.
1: No, Allison was a sweetheart. Still is, and uh,
3: we got yeah. a lot to yeah.
1: We got a lot to unpack, and I uh, just kind of want to get into it. So. Uh, Coach Goffman, I don't think I really need to introduce you. People know you are. I don't really think that I need to ask you the question that I normally ask people. So I, I just kind of want to get right into it. We'll kind of, I guess we'll just kind of go in chronological order, I guess. So you sure. tell sure. us about
2: when you met Coach or uh, I guess sure. time frame. Sure. Just sure. Kind of cool and now, I will put, put a full disclosure that, that Mike and I are not that removed in age, albeit when I first met him. I thought we were. So – <laughs> so we have kind of a unique background in that when I was a freshman in high school, I walked into a brand-new building addition, which included a swimming pool. And that certainly didn't help Mr. Page at the time, but um, I did think it was pretty fascinating that we had put a pool in and and, uh, and then came to find out that we had hired a, a young um, coach and and teacher Um were you, I don't know. Were you in Kansas or somewhere in that area Mike, yeah. when you came in? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and Right. Right. See, so so we kind of strangely enough, we we went to high school at the same time. Mike, you just happened to work there, and, and I was I was a student at that time, <laughs> and 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 I kind of shared with with Lewis, um, and you know this because will I'll throw a few names out. Many of my friends spent their time in the pool. So you know, I Joe Everard and Michelle Heitzgamer and Sally Mills, and I could go on and on and on. Um, <laughs> a lot, a, a lot of my friends were some of your first swimmers, Brian Robbins, mm-hmm. Dean Lukey, You know, um, and so um, as a, a, and I put myself out there, throw myself under a bus as a an <laughs> 85 pound freshman walking into the high school um and, and who had an interest in in uh, besides academics, which it mattered to me, but athletics, um, I didn't have a stature um to, to be in your traditional sports and I and I told you earlier, if not for if not for um my affinity towards wrestling and the fact that they had a um light weight glasses, I'm pretty confident I'd ended up in the in the pool and uh but but then I shared that I kind of ended up in the pool to some extent, too, which is another thing that meant <laughs> yeah. a to me about you, uh, Mike. As you may recall, um, my, as I kind of grew up, I needed to start cutting weight, and you were so kind as to allow me to uh, spend a number of hours upstairs in uh, above <laughs> the pool running those steps. And I and I I want you to know, albeit I may never have told you how much I appreciate the fact that you not only let me do that, but that you kept your eye on me. And I know you did.
3: So <laughs> I <laughs> sure
2: did. <laughs> yeah. So why did you keep
3: yeah. your eye on him? Oh, he scared me to death. <laughs> that man was a he was a worker, and I mean he worked his butt off. And and I was on the deck, and I'd watch him, and I mean. Uh, and there were several wrestlers, but Dave was just, I mean, he just, he, he just worked and, and, and he was dedicated and it just scared me. I watched him. He'd almost collapsed. He worked so hard. He just wanted to get that weight down and keep that weight down, which I always thought was the craziest thing, you know, in the world for, <laughs> for a sport. I mean, you know, but he did and, and he's right. I watched him and, and I cared for him and I was, uh, you know, checking my, uh, uh, my, um uh, what do you call it? <laughs> uh, CPR and all that kind of stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he never did. I mean, he was a great wrestler, and and uh, but yeah, you're right. And there were several. It wasn't just him. There were there were several wrestlers that came in there and ran upstairs. And funny enough, later on, maybe twenty years later, I started run, running up there. Works, but not not nearly as hard as you did. <laughs>
2: A little age will do that to all of us. Oh my God! Uh, yeah, that's how I got to know Mr. Page slash Coach Page, and and uh, <laughs> from that point on, I can tell you, and and in all seriousness, that um, the the man that I met then uh, was as thoughtful and caring about his students and athletes as the man that I had the fortune of coaching with and uh, being a um, and having um, a child. Um actually, too, very briefly, I couldn't keep my youngest one swimming, but being with. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so, um, yeah, I, I really appreciate the impact you made in my life, and I don't know if you even knew how much you did. So,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Coach Coach Page, when you saw him up there running working his butt off,
1: didn't you, did you ever think, man, if I could just get him in the pool?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that of everybody walked in <laughs> <laughs> and it really aggravates me that he said that he thought about, it. <laughs> but but I, I think he, I think he, he you know, as, as most often, uh, most most of the time works out that way. He he chose the right way because he was a great wrestler. And and
1: uh, what kind of wrestler were you? I, you've never even, I don't even know anything about your wrestling career,
2: I Coach Goffman. Well, I, mean, I guess for whatever it's worth, um, I was cerebral. It's probably why I ended up coaching? Um, I always, uh, you know, I had my, my physical limitations, but I, I realized real quick that as um, um, as a lightweight, I mean, I wrestled 98 as a freshman, sophomore, and junior, and and uh, 105 as a senior. In my last two years, as as Mike knows, I had to work pretty hard to um, maintain those weights. But I I realized. That I was fairly strong. I was had good anaerobic uh, capacity. Obviously, I was still I was a cross country runner too. And so I and and I was pretty smart. And I knew that I could be wrestling a fair amount of younger uh, athletes. And so I I was I was fairly successful. And much like Mike, I, I too probably don't care to talk about my, my successes. And I will assure you that much like Mike, we we remember our failures probably more than our success, because the bottom line is, it helped formulate me into the kind of person I am today, and and um, in, in many ways, that's why I'm on this phone with you right now, Dave, and, and, and with my. Well,
1: I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> but, you know, before that, we were talking about, um... oh, Coach, if he could ever get you in a pool.
2: Um... <laughs> oh, he got me in a pool. uh yeah. Got in Fresh, there. freshman PE and yeah. the <laughs> swimsuits
3: that I just did not like to wear. The speedos. those? <laughs> I've, I, you know, and real quickly. I'll try to do this, but I, you know, I, I laugh about that because, you know, it's just just talking about the different places that you've been and everything. But I, I lived in a speedo. I mean, <laughs> we wore them. You know, 24-7, we, we didn't, you know, they were our underwear when I was a kid and growing up and everything. Yeah, we still wore them in, in college. I mean, you know, I was wearing a 24, a size 24 Speedo in college because we didn't have the, you know, the stuff that they came out with in the late 90s and all that with, a, you know, the long uh, shorts yeah. and all that kind of thing, whatever you call them. And, and uh, so when I came to City, you know, and, and I mean, everybody just had a heart attack over those oh, yeah. It and was I'm boring. sitting there laughing, going, uh, you know, I wore those things like <laughs> all the time. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> but
2: uh, but anyway, I mean, Mike, we're we're yeah, we're, we're, we adapted and and we well, yeah. very quickly, and, and and Mike's teams proved it. We we could do all right with it. We had pretty good success uh, very yeah. early in Mike's coaching career and uh and for a community that candidly outside of swimming at patel city pool um we just, it was completely foreign to us as a as a sport right. yeah
3: but you know i'll tell you what you know the, and the in and the kids in class did a great job i mean you know i bless their hearts i know they were yeah. they were uncomfortable and and on top of, of not only putting them in speedos but then putting them in with girls you know yeah. uh, you know it, it was co-ed and and, you know, and, and we we're going to be co-ed and, and so that wasn't, but, but I'll tell you what, the kids did a, uh, they did a super job. And for, you know, 99.9% of the kids did a wonderful job. They they did everything I asked of them and we got to play and they, you know, they had a good time, you know, going off the boards and playing water polo and all those kinds of things like that. And, uh, you know, yeah. the suits just became, you know, it wasn't a big deal anymore after, you know, I mean, I, 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 I laughed. They all griped and complained, but nobody didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> right. And we we That's carried right. on, and and everything went 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 really well. And you know, we laugh about it now, and and the kids at the time, and and those kids will tell me, you know, I couldn't stand no suits or anything. But by golly, they 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 did it, and uh, I, you know, I was really proud of what we did in the pool. Uh, I don't know if anybody even noticed, but you know, I, I was really proud of the the things we did in PE and, and, uh, you know, what the kids, uh, learned and, and did at the end of the year that they couldn't do at the beginning
2: of the year. And, no, no so question.
3: Felt like no that question. was a, a real positive for them.
2: And I'll affirm that as, as someone that was benefited from that program. And, um, you know, our whole physical education program was entirely different. Uh, uh, we got into life saving skills and and you know uh, and 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 i'll just you know throw in as as a um, son of a mother who still to this day can't swim um it was way more powerful than i could have in, imagined as a you know a 15 year old kid that uh to to understand and appreciate your ability to um handle yourself in the water, and, you know, we're a river community. I went out on, on. the river many a time with, with my mom and dad, and, and they had one incident where, you know, it, it it could have been a bad situation. So so not to go too far down this path, but it I, I'll, I'll second what you were saying. Not only did the kids adapt, but, but we, we gained something from that that other schools, candidly, didn't have yet um, because they had not uh put in pools and so forth. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. You guys got another thing coming, Coach's mom and father, uh, they couldn't swim either, right, Coach? Right.
3: No, yeah, my parents uh, couldn't couldn't uh, swim a lick. Isn't that amazing? Uh, <laughs>
1: Had
2: been in the water since you when you were at right, four years old and, and you just yeah. stopped and you couldn't swim.
3: Well they they, they yeah, they, they gave us a choice when we were in uh I told Julian when we were in Puerto Rico I think I was seven, seven uh, years old, and we took swimming lessons in Puerto Rico. And then my dad says, "Is this what you want to do?" And hell, we didn't know. I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and little did we know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's where it, that's where it all started. But they, yeah, he wow. couldn't he couldn't swim a lick. I don't know if anything had ever happened to us. He probably just let us drown. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Or oh, yeah. I'm
2: expecting he to drown trying. How about that? <laughs> That's <what I'm> expecting. <laughs>
1: Never met him, but yeah. And then I just wanted to touch on the speedo thing real quick. Like when I was going through high school, we had to wear those speedos. They're probably the same speedos that you had to wear, because you know, got it. <laughs> probably, probably.
2: <laughs> well, they were red. Yeah. yeah, they were red. And and I will say this, and maybe it was just for me, Mike, and, and you can you can indulge us or not, but they were kind of loose fitting four up. right they weren't yeah what i would call the yeah the the full-blown they weren't the full Monty, if you will right right and 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 um and likewise it was just as difficult for the girls because they were wearing um these suits again universal that's a whole <laughs> other story in its own right we wouldn't share it anymore <laughs> i i suspect but but uh their their swimsuits weren't the the most comfortable for them either and, right you know,
3: exactly yeah
2: you know,
1: you also, you know, taught at the high school, didn't you at the same time Coach Page was a
2: uh, was there, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, uh, so so I I started at the junior high and uh, but but even when I started I started assistant coaching uh with Gary Morton um on the wrestling team and so I I had interaction with Mike. We we coached at a common season at least at that time, as I recall, we had split seasons yeah. for girls and guys, but I think guys were uh in a winter sport, isn't that correct?
3: Mhm yeah
2: yeah, and so so i was I would have interaction we would see each other in the locker room or whatnot and so and I started teaching in eighty nine um and so at that point in time, I had some interaction and then I moved to the high school actually i I think I moved to the high school in 95, Lou, when I started coaching um um cross country as I, I made that transition to the high school and yeah. then from that point we were we were teaching and coaching in the same um location.
1: Yeah, you know, I was uh I was playing tennis cuz tennis is a, a fall sport and uh I went out for the tennis team, I hoped that it would, you know, help me stay Prepared for baseball, I guess. But uh, when I found out that you were the uh, cross country coach, because I had you as a teacher in junior high, and I really uh, enjoyed your classes. And uh, when I found out you were the cross country coach, I immediately quit tennis. Is the first? It's probably the first and the least, only thing I've ever quit. And I uh, I joined the cross country team. <laughs> well, but, uh, so
2: if, you, if you'll allow me, and, and, and thank you, by the way, because I'm super, uh, and I hate this for Mr. Arf now, but um, it was his lost my game. Uh, actually, I, actually, uh, coach who coach was it? It was uh, him?
1: Uh, Jerry Maringer.
2: Oh, uh, Jerry was coaching it at the yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well then, I have a, a similar story in that that um, I ran cross country as a sophomore. More it as it was first year I went out, and then my junior year, um, a cousin of mine who was my who was why I really wanted to run decided he you know he had graduated and and, and my motivation wasn't there, and I went out for tennis um, and Coach Harbinow was coaching tennis by that at, at that point in time, and and um, um, I was you know fighting for a varsity spot and 11 hour I lost um, uh, a spot on the doubles before our first um match, that match was rained out. I went to Mr. Harpenau and I said, I think I've made a big mistake um and I want to quit tennis so I can rejoin cross country. And uh Coach Bussey was my cross country coach and and uh both of them accommodated that and and candidly both of them didn't have to and I appreciate both for that, and and Bob made me pay for it. But it, it was again, it was a very good decision on my part. But he did, and 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 Bob's is, he's another one that uh, Mr. Bussy was is very, very, very high on my list in terms of what he did for me and um, helping yeah. me turn into the person that I am. So, what what did Mr. Bussey teach at the high school? He was my typing teacher. Um, oh, okay. and, and yeah, and I'll just tell you that he told me since I was on his cross country team that I had a guarantee to A, and I will tell you during a few C's that I got on my
1: report card was in typing, so he
3: lied. <laughs>
2: Look, he, he taught business.
3: He taught business and stuff too, didn't he? I, yes, I he, did. he, he did. did. Business math and business or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. By the by, the time I got to high school, which was '96, uh, he had quite a reputation for like just a crazy senile <laughs> old man. By that time, I had a <laughs> I, I, You want to speak that? to that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I had, I had to like the guy. He gave me one hell of a swimmer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah his
1: daughter. She his was our uh, Courtney. Oh yeah. Nine?
3: Courtney, yeah. yeah, Courtney, yeah, wonderful. Courtney probably the probably the prettiest freestyler I I ever coached. Maybe she and Brian Robbins. I had the most beautiful freestyle.
2: Unbelievable,
1: yeah,
3: unbelievable, yeah. She swam the what two hundred then? She still holds she still holds the two hundred freestyle record, I believe. You what know, oh, an eighty, yeah, probably eighty five, eighty six, something like that, somewhere around there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Just a fabulous looking freestyle. Great swim, oh, yeah. great girl, Yeah,
2: great girl. Yeah, and likewise, Brian, like you said, his, he, he was, he just glided through the water. Yeah, on top
3: well, I'll well, tell you, the, the amazing thing about Brian was that he didn't ever swim competitively until he was a sophomore in high school, yeah. and the kid was, and in his senior year, he goes up, and he goes 147 for the 200 freestyles, ranked fourth in the state.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> in three,
3: in, you know, in two and a half years. It was yeah. phenomenal, and got a letter from Yale.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: he was right. He he wanted to. He he didn't want to go on. He didn't want to go to college. He had a full ride offer from uh, Vincennes, and yeah. but he didn't go. And then he uh, he gets this letter from Yale, which I mean, you know, they didn't know they. You know, I mean, they didn't know anything about him. I think they thought he was a freshman or whatever. But they sent a letter, and and you know, I mean, that's that's incredible that that his yeah. name got on their list at all. You know, from Tell City, Indiana. Are you kidding? And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. he, he just about croaked when he saw that. And he came back and started trying to swim. Swam for about a month with the age group team and was thinking about going to Ben Thins and his swimming. But it just didn't work out. And he's done well. Yeah. So, I mean, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I lo- yeah. love
3: him to death. And, I, you know, yeah. saw him every once in a while in Tell City. So, anyway. But that I, I, that was a great story, I thought. What does he do now? Brian I believe he was a construction worker, didn't he? he have his own business.
2: Yeah. He has his own business now. Actually, we're neighbors. He lives kind of right across the highway from uh from me. Uh, Brian does uh, seamless gutters and so on, and he stays absolutely as busy as he cares <laughs> to be. He owns multiple rental homes. He's ex- doing fantastic. So, so yeah. yeah.
3: His daughter, his daughter's right playing in high school. It, or I mean, his daughter slammed in junior high for a little bit. And we get him on. Yeah,
2: <laughs> probably hey, won't get three words out of him. He's a quiet individual. Out of us, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: so that, that's pretty amazing, man. I mean, coach, you must have
3: thought, "Damn, I'm a really good coach." This kid just started. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think. I tell you <laughs> what, I. I, I I thanked Dave Luking every day of my life for for sending him over. That was a hell of a story too.
2: Wasn't it, it? Wasn't Dave Luking something special? I mean, I'll, if you don't I mind sharing so. that story, I I want to share one on him too. Yeah, he uh, he.
3: Yeah, I I was uh, you know on deck one day and just coaching, and the next thing I look, I look up in in the window there. You know, we had that window in the hallway, and. And uh, Dave was out there and had this kid standing next to him. And he comes in and he says, Mike, I want to tell you, he says, uh, this is Brian Robbins. His brother played basketball for Tel City and was a really good player. And he says right now he's running our number three guard, but he said that he would like to swim. And he said, I just brought him down and I want to introduce you. And if that's the way he wants to go, that's fine with me. And But, you know, I'm giving up a, a third guard or whatever. And I thought, wow, I, you know, I, I didn't know what to say. I mean, and so anyway, Brian yeah. starts swimming. And, and, you know, the first year he, he places like 11th in the 100 free and 12th in the 50 free or something like that. And then he just took off. I mean, he, he started swimming year round. Um, and, um he swam in the summers and, and swam during the winter. And, uh, like I say, you know, the, the rest is, uh, uh, history, as they say, but uh, you know he was he he was ranked fourth in the state of Indiana uh, his senior year, which was uh, oh, wow. you know like I say he was a, he was a sophomore when he when he came to us and uh, so in two and a half years that's what he did. Uh, can you imagine what he would have been like if he had started when he was you know twelve oh. thirteen whatever? Oh,
2: but no, incredible. Better, yet than anyway. before. Well, but you know Dave Luke kind of King bless his heart. Dave yeah, yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He similarly, I mean, he was of course he was basketball coach when uh, Brian and I are classmates, so so same time frame, and uh, mm-hmm. I know it was my sophomore year. I, I ran cross country. We had five seniors, and one sophomore, and that that was our whole team. We had a really really good team, um, and uh, after season ended, Coach Looking came out um, to. Um, um, Mr. Bussey's and he, had, Mr. Bussey had pulled us all together um, for um, a get together at his place, and and he he wanted to talk to us, and he came into his house, as I recall, and uh, to Coach Bussey's house, and he and he said, um, I want to take each of you guys out together as a group for a steak dinner, because anyone that is that committed to what you do and, and runs that many miles deserves it, and <laughs> and it just really made an impression on me that. Our, you know, our basketball coach, and 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 Mike, you know this. We, you you and I both coached the non-glory sports, if you will. Uh, when a coach from a sport that's more recognized goes out of their way to do what he did for you and Brian, and what he did to, for for me, it uh, just kind of tells the type of person that he was.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Uh, that's a good story. Both of those are good stories.
1: <laughs> where where are we going with this? What are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you know, we like, start whatever you <laughs> want, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I, like you said,
2: we would go chronologically, and and right now we haven't made it much past my um, senior year in high <laughs> school. <laughs> got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, but Mike was We're still uh, mar- markedly young at that point <laughs> in his professional <laughs> yeah. career. Yeah. I'm losing my mind, too, but
1: uh, I remember what it was. Oh, I mean, we were going – I wanted to ask you, uh, Coach Goffman, about the coaches that you kind of looked up to. I know you already mentioned Coach Bussie.
2: You know, it's it's interesting, uh, you know, Coach Bussie at the time. Um, he, the most remarkable thing about, about Bussie, at least in my mind, was, you know, he was uh, – he actually went to the University of Evansville at the same time as my mom, but Bob was – he was the star running back for – University of Evansville's football team. And and if I'm if I'm understanding things right, um, they were looking for a cross country coach at Tell City High School and, and they approached Bob and said, Would you be interested? And so he, he just went to studying the sport and he took it on. And yes, Bob was he's um uh, eccentric. Um and you know, that his kids, Brian and and Courtney and Sonia, was that right? Was that
3: Stephanie?
2: I, Stephanie, thank you, thank you. Um, um, super intelligent, high, highly intelligent, and and to that end, then you you kind of think that they're a little a little again eccentric, a little odd, but incredibly studious. Bob was a tremendous um, coach. It. You had to you had to work hard, and that's you know again one of the things that I appreciated so much about him was was kind of no nonsense. You know, this is I have a plan. And I expect you to follow my plan. And my plan's different for you, David, than it is for for um Craig Blandford or Matt Focus that were much more talented um runners than, than I. And he he trained each of us up. Um and he was he was fantastic at it. And um I really felt like that we were more than prepared uh, throughout the season and we peaked at the right time and um and as any coach that's worth a snuff would tell you if you can actually pull that off um maybe you are doing something right well well, coach Bussey was like that and he was like that all the way to the end albeit it, it, it got difficult for Bob to continue coaching and begging people to come out and take on sports like cross country and I'm sure it was tough for Mike you too that um our sports got the reputation. So cross country, wrestling, swimming—they got the reputation of if you're in this, you're going to work. I mean, it's, there's just no two ways about it. In swimming, you're going to have um, morning practices, and you know, so you're going to have two a days. And you're, you're running, you're going to run tons of miles, and that's just the way it is. Well, it got harder and harder to, uh, you know, even we were working class um, community, but at some point or another, it got hard to keep athletes coming out for those sports. And so by the time Mike or um, uh, Bob ended up kind of giving it up and I took over with cross country, he had just, he had reached his limit. And I had coached with, with Bob. Um, and I, you know, I, I stayed connected with the sport and he was tremendous and he was a great, I learned so much from him and, and let us, you, uh, I I put you through a lot of what Bob did for, for me, <laughs> um, but that's the kind of guy he is. And and so uh, that's why still to this day, um, um he's he's I just hold him in very high regard. Yeah. Uh, um
1: I I had the, you know, opportunity to uh have him as a driver of that teacher, but I remember you actually sending me to him a few times, because um, I was he you know, struggling with like some shin splints or something like that or I, I can't Mm-hmm. Who it was, but I I had the opportunity to actually talk to him about cross country. Um, he was just a wealth of knowledge, you know. I, I like you said, I had I had no idea that he never ran cross country. He just studied it. Nope. So that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Co- so. Coach Page, you had him as a, I mean, he was a friend, right? Like uh, you guys. Yeah. Talked to, oh, yeah, we're a
3: very good friends. We were very good friends, and and uh, we we talk, you know, we talk every once in a while now. Um, but yeah, I I was very good friends with Bob had a lot of respect for him. And, you know, you know, just like Dave was saying, he was a hell of a coach. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, the thing with, with people like Bob's age was that they came through such different um, levels of, uh, you know, the school was, was large. I think when he got here was, or, or at least bigger and it Mm -hmm. got smaller, you know, it got smaller uh, over time and it, it did, it got, it was tough. I mean, you know we've talked about it with boys swimming we you know when we had when we had 15 16 boys we were very competitive but you know but we might have six or seven boys for a year yeah. and uh, you know my first two or three years with the boys was like that you know we had six seven boys uh i they they competed their tails off they did very well but you know as far as records were concerned and that's what everybody cares about their records were not good um but with girls we always had you know sixteen, eighteen, twenty girls and we were very, very successful um because of the numbers and, and also because of the kids we had but um For sure. Yeah that that uh, and I think uh, you know with Bob like I say, you know, he had he probably had a lot of kids uh willing to come out in the early days and uh you know got into the eighties and nineties and it was tougher and tougher to get kids just to come out. So uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Dave you went through that. You know what I mean?
2: Oh yeah, same thing. I had the exact same dynamic except I I kind of I was catching the end of it. Um you know, if not for a great um group of kids that joined in with running when I first started on. I mean, we actually got some good solid numbers um and uh were able to maintain decent numbers, but I'm telling you, it was a it, it's just difficult it's hard. at some you know, you know, it just it wears it wears on you. Uh, that you're constantly trying to get kids to do something that, it, you know, and it, it, it's like anything else. Uh, as coaches and teachers, we we always felt that in, you know, the the sports were part of the curriculum because of something that would do for you that was life changing and and it had an impact on you, um, well into the rest of your life. And it, it's hard to get a 15, 16, 17 year old kid to understand. So to that end, that's that that's the frustration. Is you like you, you just kind of want to put them in a time capsule, run them forward about fifteen years, and say you're really going to appreciate <laughs> having gone through yeah. this.
3: Amen. Uh, so I'll tell you, yeah. bless your heart, David, because because uh, you know it, talking to uh, you know um, Stacy with a with a you know she did such a fabulous yes. job with the girls this yes. year, and she's great. got a really nice group of girls, and uh, you know so proud of them and. And but talking to them, they've got a, a really nice group of eighth graders uh, this year coming into to high school next year. But they're you know when I was talking to uh, uh, I, well Allison might have been one of them that told me. But uh, talking uh, you know about that group coming up, their number one thing was they don't want to do morning practices. And I just I'm like you, that's exactly what I thought was you know if I could just take you through about five or six years of your life. You're gonna look back and say, Oh my god, I wish I'd have done that or you know, and, and that's the worst thing a, a, a kid can say. I, I just always hated that when they looked at me and said, you know, I just wish I had. And um, you yeah. know, and I look at I, I used to look at the kids and say, Please, please don't say I wish I had. Think about it, you know, do it. And, you know, it's it's such a small part of your but like you say, you know, at that age it's so difficult for those kids to understand that and everything. But I'll tell you what. If she gets those eighth graders in there, and if they'll do what she asks, they're going to be just out. oh, they're going to be unbelievable because she oh, is no so way. good. And and oh my God, I just well, pray that they that they, heck of a run
2: that they will sectional this year. Oh I'm yeah. Sure. Oh it my God. The they're going to break band. every record
3: and.